This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Hey everyone, Tim McMaster here along with our MLB.com Rays reporter Bill Chastain who is down in Port Charlotte with the Rays whose pitchers and catchers have reported getting to work on spring training 2017. Uh, We will finish off our coverage of the Rays roster. We'll break down the catching situation as well as the designated hitting options. But before that, we should start with some news, Bill. And as far as this week goes... Nathan Evaldi is now a Ray. Now, obviously, here's a guy who had Tommy John surgery in August, um, not likely to pitch this season, although who knows, maybe in September if everything goes well. But but it's an interesting move for the Rays. Uh, they pay him $2 million this year to rehab, but then they have an option to have him next year. Seems like a, one of those kind of interesting, neat moves by the Rays that maybe trying to outthink the competition a little bit to, to get their hands on this guy before he's ready to pitch. Totally agree. I mean, I think the way to look at this is it's an investment on the Rays' part. Uh, you're obviously not going to get anything this year, but you cash in that uh, club option for $2 million and, and he pitches next year, or you have him you know, available to pitch or trade or do whatever you want to do with him. But, you know, he, he pitched some good games for the Yankees, so uh, this guy knows what he's doing. Yeah, it's too bad. He actually was pitching some of his best baseball when the injury occurred last year. It seemed like he had kind of figured some things out. I thought it was interesting in his remarks, Bill, that he referenced the fact that he's always heard about the Rays training staff and their ability to deal with injuries, and that was the one of the things that, that kind of led him towards Tampa Bay. Yeah, and, and you think about it, this time last year, uh, you know, they had Chase Whitley coming back from injury with them, and of course they were teammates with the Yankees, so the word, the good word gets out, and uh, you know, it, what, what they're saying about the Rays, you know, and the medical staff uh, gets out around the players. Yeah, it just shows you that, that everything matters as far as uh, a franchise goes from, from the clubhouse staff all the way through the training staff and, of course, the team. Uh, you also have a story up on, on uh, the website right now about Jose DeLeon, obviously a, a guy that the Rays traded for recently who will be in the competition as far as that starting rotation goes, a highly coveted prospect. Um, and, and he had some good things to say about coming over and, and his mental, uh, I guess, where he's at mentally joining a new franchise. Yeah, and I was impressed with what he had to say about uh, competing. You know, he, uh, he's, he's not like, you know, i got to compete against this guy or that guy. It's like i just got to compete with myself, and whatever they decide, they decide. Uh, I'd be surprised if he makes the team out of camp based on kind of what they've done with some of their younger arms in the past. At the very least, I think he would start at AAA. Uh, before they brought him up, but uh, you know, I'm, I'm I'm eager to see what he looks like out there. I've heard some good things about him, and he really seems like a nice kid. Yeah, he got a cup of coffee with the Dodgers last year in the major leagues, but spent most of his season in the minors. We actually had him on the 
Pipeline podcast, Bill, the week before he was traded, and we talked to him about all the trade rumors that were occurring at that time because they had actually kind of slowed down a little bit, and he talked to, even then, he was very positive about the whole experience and how he considers it a uh, a compliment when teams are talking about acquiring you, and he was he was really good on the Pipeline podcast and, and seemed yeah, like... Doesn't, doesn't surprise me. Yeah, he's uh, he's got everything going in the right direction right now and, and a bright future for Jose DeLeon. All right, let's get into the catchers and DH spots for this Rays team. When you talk about catchers, you have to talk about Wilson Ramos, obviously, who the, the team acquired in the offseason, but who won't be catching at least any time soon. But that is his position, and, and eventually you would think he'll be the guy. Have you heard anything from Wilson Ramos recently about where he's at? Actually, uh, we were just kind of sitting around waiting to talk to him. He just showed up today. You know, I've heard speculation anywhere from May to July as far as when he might, you know, get in the lineup. You know, obviously they'd be looking at him as a DH first, and, and uh, that, that would help, you know, the whole the offense right there just because the bat he swings. Um, so, you know, I think the Rays have to look at what they need to do until they get him. And uh, so right now I think it's pretty much uh, Luke Maley and uh, Kurt Casale. Uh, looks like those two would probably be the, the, the top two guys going into the season. And how does that go as far as the spring goes? Is that an open competition between those guys who performs the best can win the starting job and the other guy will be the backup? Uh, you know what? The way the Rays split the catching, I, I, I don't really think there's, uh, you know, I think they're, they'll say there's a job to be won, but I, they probably have it pretty much decided right now between those two. And of course, there's always, particularly playing catcher, there's always a chance of an injury. Or who knows, if, if the music stops and uh, Matt Weeders is still standing there, who knows, maybe they take a flyer on a year with Matt Weeders. Uh, if they can afford him for a year. So it's an interesting position. I, I, I do think that they're heading into the season with a better situation than last year because uh, one of the catchers last year really was suspect defensively. And, uh, you know, that was, as we all know, it's Hank Conger. And I think that extended more even to the pitching, uh, worrying about runners getting on base. If Conger was behind the plate, you know, they just kind of assumed he was already on second. So I do think that the defense on you know behind the plate is going to help a lot from the start. Yeah, when your team is, is based and the strength of your team is that starting rotation in the bullpen, you, you got to have the defense first catcher, and, and either of those guys could certainly do the job. Weeders is, is interesting, and he stays out there, still available. And it would be interesting because when you think about the designated hitter spot, if, you, if they did bring in Weeders and then they have Ramos eventually gets healthy, that could almost be an interesting rotation of those guys for a season. Obviously, Ramos not going to be able to catch for a while, but it would give Weeders a chance to get some days off as well. Um, who else is in the mix, assuming Weeders does not become a Ray here in the next couple of weeks, who else will be in the mix at DH other than well, Wilson Ramos? Well, right now it's, it's going to be Corey Dickerson. I'd be pretty sure about that, although I wouldn't be surprised to see him get some reps in the outfield too because uh, – you know, he really looks great. He's lost uh, 25 pounds. He's at one at 200 pounds, and you know, I, and he really finished the season strong. But right now, I'd say he was your DH, and you know, maybe uh, Corey Rasmus on on occasional and occasional days, and and who knows, maybe even Matt Duffy on occasional days. Uh, so I think they're going to use. I, I think you look at a. You look at um, Dickerson as your top guy, but I also think that you're going to look at some other guys there as kind of a day when they can get off their feet and just just hit. 
How about the situation at first base? Does that factor into the DH at all with Logan Morrison there and, and Brad Miller, who was set on being a first baseman before Morrison came in? You know, do those guys get at-bats in DH as well as the rotation goes, or, or are they set over there on the right side? Yeah, and, and I should have mentioned uh, Morrison there because uh, I think you're gonna, you'll are gonna you see him there more than you would see Miller because I think Miller could see some time at second as well as at first base. There's certainly a roster that, as the the off season has gone and we've gotten closer and closer to the season build, seems to get more and more. There's diversity there. That that Kevin Cash is going to have a lot of players to move around, and I know the Rays have always embraced that kind of a roster, and it's shaping up to be just the kind of roster that Rays fans are kind of used to, I guess. Oh, totally, totally, and uh, flexibility is, you know, that's totally what uh, positional flexibility is. Totally what the Rays are into, and. They got a lot of guys who can play a lot of different positions. Any other first impressions, Bill, from your first week, I guess, down in Port Charlotte? No, I think they a lot of guys have shown up early. They look good, um, you know, ready to put last year behind them. And uh, you know, you do get uh, I, I am you do get a, a nice whiff of uh, young players. So, uh, and and I think young is good. So, uh, I like what I've seen so far. And I know Kevin Cash said in his first comments that he expects this team to be playing baseball in October. So the bar is set high for this team, and and there is some talent there. Some things will certainly have to break the right way, but spring training is underway. This has been MLB.com Extras, our Rays edition. For Bill Chastain, I'm Tim McMaster. Tune in again next time. MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights. Live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.tv Premium includes a free AtBat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go. Every night, on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story. And one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data from Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware. Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based championship team.